What do you trade? What is your trading style? Anything you want to share will be great uh, for us to talk about today. I'll start by sharing um, this screen, the NASDAQ, and we continue from there. Are you trading stocks, Forex, crypto indices, like futures? What do you do exactly? Okay, cool. Forex and options, indices. Oh yeah, day trading or swing. That's also super important. And uh, you know, for the, for this uh, webinar, I usually don't like to prepare a lot of uh, the stuff, not because I'm lazy or anything, but I actually want it to be uh, your webinar. So anything you want to share with me, any symbol you're uh, watching right now, or maybe you're in a trade, a swing trade, or even a day trade, feel free uh, to share here in the chat box, and we will go over it. Um, while you're doing that, I'll go through the, the NASDAQ and try to give you some of my inputs on, in generally, on what I see um, on different time scale. And, uh, and I always go, obviously, for the NQ, the NASDAQ, the um, uh, future contract of the NASDAQ, just because that's the king in the last few years. You know, when the big tech moves, um, you will see, obviously, the S&P go with it. And then you can also adjust and try to understand a little bit more if you will look at the VIX, the volatility index. We'll talk about it in a second. Keep writing in the chat and I'll go over it uh, in a few minutes. So let's talk a little bit about the NQ. First of all, for those of you maybe not familiar uh, with me, maybe a quick introduction. Um, I'm the CEO of uh, Trader Pool. We are an online prop that fund uh, stock traders. So you basically go through a evaluation process. And once you pass it, we give you funds and we split the profit. You can trade 12,000 symbols, short anything, even uh, penny stocks. I've been uh, trading for the last 16 years, mostly uh, equities and day trading and uh, also uh, futures. Um, in the future part, mostly indices, NASDAQ, S&P. So basically what I'm uh, doing right now is looking at the NASDAQ hourly chart. You can see we're trading in this uh, nice channel, a down uh, channel. And right now we're kind of in the middle of the range. Of course, because it's a, it's a big range between the top and the bottom, there are plenty to do and plenty to trade um, every single day. And um, like every once a week at least, you can see me online on YouTube um, and doing my analysis and uh, some of the trades. And I've been talking about it for a, a long time that basically we reached that area of liquidity, um, a very strong area of liquidity at around 15,400. Once we did that, you can see that the price uh, declined and we already dropped roughly 400 points. The market doesn't matter if you're looking at the, the NASDAQ or you're looking at the, uh, Forex, you know, equities, whatever you're looking at, the asset will go within um, liquidity levels, right? There are orders waiting to get filled. Market makers, algos will try to push to those levels in order to get filled and take their part. So basically what you need to do, like in general, when you try to analyze any type of asset, just go and try to grab those big liquidity levels. A lot of the traders that I see, you know, in the evaluation that we have also on a funded level traders, Sometimes they will fall into the trap, fall into this trap where they actually, instead of waiting for the big levels and then try to uh, trade them, 
they will try to take those small places and try to um, uh, trade on a, a lower, basically a lower uh, liquidity level. Now, that could be okay, and sometimes you will get uh, some winners. But generally speaking, the, the best way in order to trade uh, properly and to give yourself um, the most chances or likelihood that it will uh, work to your favor, and maybe not just for a tiny pips, but also actually create a nice move, is just try to wait for those major liquidity levels. Once you do that and you understand that the market is uh, shifting, now you can play and add more to your position. So if you started your position around here, once we have in, we have a pullback to those levels, you can add more. Once we have a pullback, you can add more, etc. Right now, we dropped to this uh, level and you can see some of my withdrawal from uh, the last week or so when I spoke about it in uh, some of the YouTube channels. And basically, we dropped to this liquidity level. So that was obviously resistant, became support. In most cases, once we reach that support again, it will bounce. It did so, but generally speaking, we can assume that the price uh, should continue lower to try to get more liquidity. And as you can see, we have tons of that right here. So basically, this this whole range. Now, again, it's a big range. So th this one, it's kind of hard to trade. If you're looking to buy on those areas, it will be hard to really set the right um, level that the price should bounce from. But I did uh, mark this level 14,845, which uh, for me, it's a major level. And if the price will drop to that, that could be a nice way to look for uh, that bounce. Of course, that's the NASDAQ. So if you trade in just equities, you know, Tesla, Amazon, Nvidia, Google, Meta, you name it, they will all bounce from that level as well. So once the NASDAQ reach that, you can easily trade um, the symbols like the single symbols and not just the QQQ, let's say, if you want to do that. Uh, but for me, it looks pretty good to the downside. It's an hourly chart, so I wouldn't expect it, obviously, to be in the next hour or so. It could be a few days. Uh, but once we will reach uh, this level, this is definitely um, a major mark that we can uh, start building our position around it. One more uh, important thing to remember is that, especially when we're analyzing um, big indices like the NASDAQ or the S&P, in most cases, it won't be just uh, one specific level like a certain point like in this situation the 14,845 it's not on the dot right 99% especially when it comes to Nasdaq you won't see it stopped right on the dot and that's it it will bounce from it so you got to give yourself enough space to be wrong on the entry and this is something um, I've been talking about it for for many years when you trade in don't try to take don't try to be accurate like by 100% when on your first entry. You want to give yourself more chances in order to take that trade once it will uh, flip and bounce to your favor. So let's say the price will drop and reach this level, right? I can actually mark it and give it a little bit more space. And if I want to be more uh, right, it should be something around this, okay? So it's between 14,845 uh, all the way roughly 30 points below, 35 points below, right? So 
in that case, if I'm going long at this level, and again, this is completely, you can do that the same, doesn't matter which asset uh, you're trading or which market, the, the idea, the concept of trading is the same. So if I know that this is the range of the level, what I can do is actually enter with a chunk, a fifth of the total risk that I'm willing to take. So for example, I'm willing to risk $100, right? I will risk on the first click, on the first execution, $20, like a fifth from it. That way, if the price continue against me and go inside of the level, not just the top range of the level, but actually playing around the, the whole range, I can actually add more to my position and that way I'm not missing that trade because I see a lot of the traders and this is something like on the technical level, this is something that a lot of the traders are missing. They will go and with a $100 risk, like the full 100% that they're willing to lose on a trade, just from the get-go, just once it hit the uh, support in that case level. So the idea is not to do that, but actually give yourself enough space to be wrong on the execution. Because once you understand that you don't need to be accurate on the execution, but actually on the direction, you give yourself that space. And in most cases, if you did your analysis right, it will go to your favor. And this is something huge that if you will apply it, you will see the change in your trading dramatically. Uh, because you know it's kind of hard to tell if the price will go right away or it will play a little bit with the level and only then bounce from it. In most cases, this is exactly what they do, especially in the big cap, you know, like uh, NASDAQ uh, companies. They will play with the level, take some liquidity out, you know, all the stop losses, all the stop hunting, and then they'll pu they will push the price higher, right? And once you give yourself that space, you actually, and, and you understand that the price should, uh, potentially go higher, you give yourself the opportunity to be in that trade and not take um, and not being taken out just because of uh, stop hunting or whatever it is. So get into a position with your fifth uh, um, uh, fifth dollar of risk of the total hundred percent, like twenty percent. Then add more to your position as it goes against you or to your favor, as long as you within the risk parameters of that hundred dollar uh, loss. Right, so let me zoom in for a second and show you how it looks like. So the price dropped to the level that we talked about, right? And again, it doesn't matter if this is the, the specific trade on uh, NQ or whatever you like to trade. It goes to the point where you think or believe or analyze that the price should bounce from. Now you start buying in, so you're scaling into your position. But $20 risk out of the $100. It went a little bit um, down and holding that position. You add another $20 loss, another $20 risk, right? It goes to your favor. You add another $20 risk, goes against to your favor, uh, goes uh, to your favor again, add another 20 and so on and so on. So basically, once you do that, you build in your position, giving yourself an, a better average price, but also giving yourself a chance to stay in that trade. Because how many times you did your analysis completely perfect just to see that the uh, stock or the, any asset that you trade in actually took you out and worked perfectly? Write, write it down in the chat. I got I to gotta see that. Write one 
if that ever happened to you. Like you did a perfect analysis, the stop loss took you out, and it actually worked perfect afterward, after five minutes, after a minute, after two days. Let me know. Yeah, definitely. So the, obviously, this is one of the most common things in, in trading. And that's all because we're not giving ourselves, we're not giving ourselves the chance to actually see the, the trade become real and go to our favor, right? So if you'll do that and start small and build the position, you will automatically give yourself that error space that even if the price will play around, it won't take you out because you only $20 loss out of the total $100 that you're willing to lose, right? I can guarantee you a change in your, in your trading once you'll do that. I saw many, many traders for many um, years that I've been trading. And I was the head of the traders in a prop firm in uh, Tel Aviv. Uh, for many years, I saw literally hundreds and almost thousands of traders all around the world that once they have this uh, idea in mind or flipping the side of the thinking, go all in at once, but actually building and scaling in, that will automatically change your um, outcome. Besides that, this is, uh, this is on the technical level, but also on the mental uh, level, because it's much easier for me to buy into uh, this position when it, once it reached my position, when uh, reached that liquidity level, it's much easier for me to get into that position because it's only a $20, again, doesn't matter if it's 2000 or 20, 20% out of my total risk. So I'm okay with that. It's easier for me to click the mouse key. In most cases, a lot of the traders, I'm sure, I'm sure some of you guys experience that as well. You know, you see the perfect setup. You already analyze the chart perfectly. You know that the chances for it to go higher are great and to your favor, but you're too afraid to click the mouse key. But what if I tell you that instead of risking the full hundred dollar, the full hundred percent, you will only risk 20% out of it. Now it's super easy because it's only $20 or $10 or $2,000, but it's only 20% out of your total amount. So you click the mouse key and then you are more committed to the trade. It's easier for you to, to continue to scale in. It's easier for you, for you to just watch it, understand if this is the right trade for you afterward and so on and so on. All right, so, so this is in regards to the, the NASDAQ. This is uh, what I see at the moment. Uh, and NASDAQ is super, I wouldn't say easy, but it's more technical, a, a very technical asset. So it dropped back to the support, retest, dropping down, etc. So if you have nice levels, you can definitely see uh, good results in regards to the technical part of it. And of course, once the NASDAQ is stopping, you can easily take other equities like other symbols like Tesla, Amazon, etc. Uh, the S&P is doing roughly the same. You know, it's kind of go uh, together. It goes together. Obviously, you can mark this the level, and in most cases, you will see that it will uh, reach the same support, same resistance. Uh, so it's pretty much the same. But if I'm looking at the S&P and again comparing to the Nasdaq, still looking pretty much good to the downside and obviously it's gonna uh, it's right here that you can see the next major liquidity level right at the bottom that we had here 
the support that we got from uh, the buyers that came at around 14,280, then the drop to take liquidity, another drop to take stop losses, and then the push higher. So in that case, we can understand that if the price will continue down, we don't know if it will continue down, but if it will reach that level, this is a great level that it might want to reach, right? And if it will reach that, we can understand that buyers came before, so we can expect them to come again. Doesn't have to be that they will push the price higher and go to new highs, but we should expect a bounce from it, right? So uh, that's the idea and what I'm looking for on S&P and the NASDAQ. And if we combine that with the VIX, the volatility index, Basically, for those of you who are not familiar with the VIX, it represented the put options in uh, Chicago. And the idea is that the VIX and the S&P have, as, um, have a, no, a negative correlation. So once the VIX is reaching support, or, once, or you will see the S&P reaching resistance and the opposite. So this is also something that you can uh, work with and mark the levels, let's say, on the VIX. As you can see, we're in resistance right now, or pushing toward resistance. So it makes sense that if the price in the VIX will reach those levels again, that will be a resistance for the VIX, meaning it will drop, or at least the price will hold, and the S&P will reach a support level. So this is something definitely you can use uh, in order to, to find or analyze a bit better, to understand a bit better uh, what the price, what to expect from the price. And you can see that the 21, between the 21 and the 22, we have another major liquidity level as resistance. So that's basically, let me put it next to each other. So the VIX here, this level that we just mark right here. Okay, so this level is basically this level on the S&P. In a minute, um, I see that you're writing in the chat. In a minute, I'll, we'll go over it as well. So basically, if the VIX will go to the 21, 22s, then the S&P should reach those levels right here, the liquidity levels here, and the, next, and the NASDAQ probably will reach that as well, uh, this level that we talked about. If those uh, will correlate together, this is a great opportunity or a signal that will tell you, okay, the VIX is at resistance, S&P and NASDAQ on support, makes sense that we will see a bounce. Again, I don't know how far will be the bounce, but something will happen from there and buyers should get into a position there. And so are we. Um, so this is a great way to add to your uh, analysis, just the VIX, watch it, understand where is the next support and liquidity or resistance support areas, supply and demand. Okay, let me go through the uh, chat. Sorry if I'm missing uh, someone, just a if I missed any questions, feel free to uh, write it again. Okay, right. I see that we have a lot of like a mix. Some of you trading bonds, some of you currencies, stocks. Any trade pool discounts in the future? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but I mean, it's uh, the minimum is $97. So, you know, and you get $20,000 buying power. Uh, in the MACD, basically we have, the MACD is uh, combined three, basically three um, uh, moving averages, right? So we have the 12 and the 26, 12 minus the 26 uh, EMA, that's the, the MACD, and you have the nine 
EMA, which is the signal. In, in this case, um, for futures, I'm using 8, 20, and 8. If you want to, for those of you working with MACD and want to write it down, for futures only, I'm using 8, 20, and 8. This is, uh, but again, as you can see, my, my chart is pretty naked. Sometimes I will use some uh, 200 EMA and 420 EMA, but um, my chart in most cases, even if I'll have the, the EMAs, it will be focusing on the chart itself, on the price and the volume, and not on the indicator. And once I understand uh, the, the price action, now I can go to the indicator and maybe get a little bit of uh, approval from them. So uh, generally speaking, all the indicators will be calculated by price and volume or, right? So if you understand better the price section, the momentum, the, the heartbeat of the asset that you trade in, it will be much, uh, much easier and, and much more effective than watching the indicator. Obviously, indicators are nice to look at because visualize uh, when you look at it, it uh, it's easier to spot where the, I don't know, like RSI, where is the buyers or the overbought, oversold. But like in real trading, you want to focus on the price itself and the volume. It will give you much more edge in your game. Uh, Matt, you're asking about the funded uh, account. Basically, uh, like I said, we're you will go through a valuation account. If we have, uh, if we'll have like 10 minutes at the end, I'll, I'll go through and show you some of my, some of our, um, the website and the challenges that we have, the valuations. And once you pass that, you basically become a funded trader. You trade for our firm uh, with our capital, risking our money, and we split the profit. But I will go through that um, at the end. Top of small loss, Amazon. So need to analyze. Okay, we look at Amazon in a second. Um, not sure I can share the indicators through cloud, but it literally just the, the MACD. Okay, so yeah, I just explained it, the MACD. And again, it's 8, 20, and 8, but this is for futures only. For uh, classic uh, equities, I will use um, the classic data 12, 26, and, and 9. Great, Ed. Um, hard to scale in. Yeah, I, I can understand that um, mentally it's kind of hard for you to see the trade goes against you. And, and you know, if it works for you and um, it works for you and you're getting out and then be able to get into a trade again, that's fine. But the, the problem is, again, like I said, let's say instead of um, doing what I just said with the scaling part, you enter here, right? You put your stop loss, you get out of that trade. How many times you will be able to join back again to that trade, like mental wise, right? Because you're already out of that trade. So for me, I saw it uh, for many years that was a major problem. I used to uh, you know, be afraid of jumping into a trade that I just got out of. After a while, I got used to that and I was out of a trade. A minute later, I jumped again to that trade. But a few years afterwards, I just realized, you know, it's not worth it. The, the playing games like this, you know, just give yourself enough space so you can add to that position and wait patiently until, until you see the, the, the change, the real change, because you already did your analysis. And most traders or 
most traders are very good in with their analysis if you try to you know just even do like um like a playbook take a month a full month where you analyze them the asset that you usually like to trade you will see that in most cases you'll be right but when it comes to executing that trade and actually performing the trade most traders will fail on that level right so we are great with analysis but bad at execution so if you know that in most cases you are right on the direction you just need to give yourself enough space as a trader as an executioner um to be able to wait until you see the the profit from that trade okay cool um did you see yeah let's talk about let's talk about gold okay my single swim just died yeah let me see if i can uh, pull it up see that it died kind of stuck give me a second to uh refresh it and we'll go over uh gold and if you have more uh, symbols feel free to drop them as well euro dollar one of my least favorite assets i got to tell you and so slow i can understand trading forex on uh like yen pairs right pound yen cad yen but euro dollar is always seems a very boring asset to trade okay okay we are back let's check out Okay that's actually uh gold um again, I talked about it on on YouTube live like a few weeks ago when it was roughly around the, those levels of 1860 in most cases uh if you want to watch it's under the Fiverr's um YouTube channel the Fiverr's is our parent company of uh, Tradepool and they host uh trading uh trading room every day and sometimes like once a week I'll be there uh just to talk about some indices and stocks so we talked about it um like a few weeks ago when gold was dropping down and again reaching this major level because going back you can easily see it that this is the level right this is a major liquidity level we did a crazy bounce from 80 almost 1800 all the way to 2000 So 2000 points dropped and didn't touch it for like 4 months or so and then dropped to it. In most cases a major level like this when we testing it will first perform as a bounce up and then maybe break it. But when you have a major level like this you can expect a bounce. Again, I did, obviously I didn't know that it will bounce to like 1000 points or a little bit more than that, but something definitely uh happened right should have happened and again a, a major drop when the price is overextended reaching crazy support level it's all indicated that the price will bounce so in this case exactly this is what i talked about in in the the live that i did um it was close to here if i'm not mistaken we can go uh, to youtube and check it but basically i said okay this is the level we know that this is the price we want to start buying so you can actually start buying even here knowing that if the price will drop you will add more to your position right here and then if it will drop you can add more to your position here and then if it will go to your favor or stay in the same area you add more to your position and again you're doing that only when you know one how much you're willing to lose on that trade and second you know Uh, you uh cut it or split it to 4 5 6 times 
So again, if you took that trade from here, your stop loss is not here because it's $20 risk. Like I said, instead of the, let's say $100 that you're willing to lose, you're taking a $20 risk, $20 risk, $20 risk, $20 risk, and maybe one more to complete $200. And now if it goes against you, you're out of the trade with $100 loss. But until you see that, you actually give yourself enough space to build that position because you understand that the price of the gold should bounce up. You did your analysis. You understand that the chances are better that it will go higher than dropping down. Now all you got to do is manage the trade and give that trade the opportunity to actually perform and show you that it's going higher, right? In most cases, a trade won't uh, go right to your favor and just um, um, just go to your favor yeah, in the, right from the beginning. In most cases, it will play around a little bit and then start uh, to move to your favor. So in our case, four hour, a four-hour chart, and we're reaching that level, right? So this is a level of resistance, looking pretty strong, was support, resistant from here, support, resistant, resistant, even here. So it makes sense that we will see a drop in the price. How long or how far? Obviously, I don't know. I can assume by the next level behind it, right? So this is the next level behind it. So if the price uh, will drop from here, I can assume that the price should find support here. Doesn't mean that the support will hold and that's it. We're good to go. But this is the first level that we can aim at. So this is the trade, basically. If we understand what we just talked about, we can short it, add more to our position, as long as it within our risk parameter and the risk and the uh, range that we just marked, right? So we shorten it, let it let the trade work for us and to our favor. And when it does, then we're good to go. The next level, like I said, should be around here, the, the 1950. And this is where we should start closing or covering our short. Obviously, if it will bounce more and go higher, there are more liquidity levels, but we have that trade to risk. So this is the range, like the technical part will be this range. And the dollar amount that we're willing to lose, we need to set it beforehand, before we get into the position. But the most important part is scaling in. So we're breaking down the total dollar that we're willing to lose into five, four, six, seven um, chunks. This is what I would do with the gold. Yeah, David, we're just uh, talking about the gold. Yeah. Ah, thanks. Okay. That's uh, GC, the future for gold. Uh, if you trade in um, like meta traders, that will be XAU, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Four hour chart. Okay. Extended, reaching major resistance, and that's that's the area you want to basically uh, start selling. Yeah, XAU, thanks. Um, the prices will be uh, different. If you're looking at uh, XAU, I guess the prices won't be in 1970, but if you look at the chart, it will be the same. So just, uh, uh, so just adjust it to what you see in regards to the price. Again, obviously, it might not work, but that's the trade because, again, it, you see it kind of kind of easy to spot it in in this case uh, on gold, especially when the price really overextended. Um, let's look at some other stuff. Remember, someone uh, mentioned Amazon. 
Okay. What time frame did you look at Amazon? The one that uh, wrote about it? To me, okay, day trading. Okay, cool. So let's drop to the intraday charts and talk a little bit about it. I will share some of uh, the things that I do. Um, basically, first, first, I will analyze the chart on a hourly chart just to, uh, just to understand where are, where again, the liquidity levels. When it comes to day trading, intraday, it will be from time to time, I will have a range, but I will try to make it a little bit smaller. Obviously, it depends on the chart, not what I want to see or not. But for example, if we're looking at Amazon right now, you can see that it closed the gap right here. And it wasn't just closing the gap that held it, that uh, created that resistance, but actually it broke through it a little bit more, like 80 cents more, and that's fine for Amazon, and then uh, started the drop, right? So you can see it also here. That's the close of the gap. It's not just holding the close of the gap, but actually took that liquidity um, from uh, the bottom of uh, the liquidity of the same day, the low of the same day. But uh, in this case, it closed the gap and actually held it perfectly and then started to drop. So obviously it depends on the stock, depends on the, um, uh, on the liquidity and the, the momentum of that stock. From time to time, you will see some ranges, a bigger ranges. Again, depends on the, which uh, symbol we're talking about, but you can also see like right on the dot stops. Support, resistance, right under that. Close the gap, bounced up, right? So one hour chart, an hourly chart, looking at the uh, prices, right? In this case, I didn't look at Amazon today, but uh, if I would, then obviously I'm looking at the pre-market and I know where it should open. Depends on the pre-market. And definitely one of the levels I would have uh, marked was uh, this one, the one that we just marked, the, the close of the gap. Right, so that would have been one of my uh, places that I would look to short it. Maybe um, above it should have been something around here, the 134 ish, the the high of of the total range. So after I, I did my analysis, read a, a little bit about the news, if there are any, and then uh, dropped to the one minute chart. This is what I usually will trade intraday, a one minute chart. Like uh, Michael Nass mentioned before, uh, it was obviously completely right. You know, you need to find your niche in, in your trading. You need to understand what is your style. Um, it needs to fit your personality, what you're looking for, um, how do you how you see the charts. Well, do you like Forex, future uh, stocks? It really depends on you to decide. And this is something that usually takes a little time because you know, it takes time to understand yourself uh, in general and in trading. So in this case, for example, this is a good case to talk about and got in 130.94. Okay. Short or long? Did you short it? Okay. So let's say we mark this level of the gap, right? And we, again, we're doing like a tiny analysis. So let's say we thought about shorting it. One option will be to enter the the position right here. Put your stop loss above. That's it. You're out after the first candle. The second one, if you understand that you have another level and it's not just a one level, but more of a range, let's say, like I said, let's say this is the range just for the example here, then you need to play with the level. 
So you will start your position, shorting in uh, the area right here, and then add to your position as it goes against you, but still remain within the range that you marked before. Again, those ads, in most cases, a lot of the traders or a lot of gurus on YouTube will, will tell you not to add to a losing position, right? But this is not adding to a, a losing position because it's still within your risk parameter. It's still within the hundred dollar that you're willing to lose. So you're not really losing more than what you uh, expected or uh, plan to lose, okay? As long as you're not doing, crossing that boundaries, then you're good to go. You can add for five, 10, 20 times to your position, your losing position, as long as it's still within the $100 uh, loss that you aimed before. So that's completely fine. Actually, I don't really know any trader that won't add to a losing position. Again, as long as you stay within the risk parameters. Uh, once you did that and the price dropped, then you got your trade basically. And you can see it gave a few more attempts. So tell me uh, long, okay, 9.46. Let's talk about it. Interesting to see. 9.46, it took long, 1.30. Okay, got it. So so generally speaking, that's uh, the problem was the resistance that you had here, right? The, the close of the gap. Once we didn't complete and stayed above it, then this whole resistance level are now helping the sellers to drop more shares once we're reaching those levels. So it's kind of, uh, it was a bit hard, I guess, to, um, uh, to realize that in real time, but this is something that you should look for before you enter in the trade, see if you have enough space to play with the level, you have enough space for that trade and not uh, resistant, and you don't have any resistance on top of you that will block that trade. Besides that, after a nice gap like this, I would have expected a little bit more of a pullback toward the gap and then maybe try to uh, go long. And there is like a tiny support here from the, from the beginning of the day. But again, I would have expected something a little bit more um, solid for support, like a major support that will hold the, the guys here. So this is one, for example, look at this, right? Support resistance, all the way resistance from yesterday. Now we're reaching that level. This is a great place to start buying. And again, buying with the range will be entering here, adding more to your position here, and then it bounced up, adding more while, while it goes to your favor. So, okay, you do, you do have this level here of the highs, the previous highs, and that, so maybe that would have been okay. My guess that I wouldn't take it just because the resistance was here. Although, you know, you entered okay, like, when we see, when we look at it right now, because it went up, just pulled back toward your level and then bounced again. So you could have made money on this. I rather take this trade rather than this one. I don't know the outcome, if the outcome will be positive or not, but in most cases I would let, after an, a nice gap and resistance at the top, I would wait a little bit more for a pullback. We actually, um, on our newsletter, we actually sent it this week on Monday, I talked about it exactly about the uh, what we call reversal gap strategy that fit for um, that fits for uh, earning season. Although Amazon didn't report, but this is also um, a nice way to um, to apply this strategy. Um, a major gap dropping down toward the gap, holding major support, 
and going uh, with it. Okay. Um, how trading in futures is different than uh, stock trading. So generally speaking, trading is trading, right? A chart is a chart and humans or robots that operate in this whole system are basically the same, right? You need to understand the, the nuances between, um, let's say, the stock market and the future market, either um, expiration uh, for futures or earning seasons for uh, a stock market or dividends or whatever, or splits. So those kind of uh, elements, but this is pretty easy to learn, just, uh, just a matter of um, you know, terminology and uh, again, nuances. You will see um, when trading equities, you have obviously more of those. So you can either be a trader that focusing on uh, the QQQ or the, the big tech, like take three, five symbols and you focus on them. Or the, what a lot of others uh, will do is go to the uh, stocks, uh, stocks in play, right? And we'll find for every specific day, a stock or two or maybe three that will be the one that actually um, a big runner. So gapping up majorly or down, uh, major news coming and supporting the movement, and then uh, we'll trade those. Um, in the stock market, you have cents and dollars. In the uh, futures, you have points. Um, the tick size you have in futures, not like the, the oil, the CL will go by cents, but uh, the gold will go by 0.10 or the, or the S&P by... 0.25, where where uh, stocks will go by cents, right? So those kind of stuff. But generally speaking, support, resistance, supply, demand, liquidity levels. Once you understand the the shift in the momentum, for example, again we're looking at a chart that already been created. So, but you can still see it um, in most cases clearer. You can see that the first wave, for example, let me clear the chart. Uh, the first wave was kind of rough all the way to the top. The second one had a little bit pull back inside of it, more red candles. So sellers came in and started to push the price down. You can see that the angle is also shifting a little bit like a banana shape, dropping down. And then the third wave is already like very much uh, like a curve and started to pull back again, not even reaching those uh, resistant level or the highs. So those elements of analysis you can see in any type of chart that you will use. doesn't matter if it's futures or stocks or uh, Forex. So uh, this is something you can use to your favor and understand a little bit more of, of the price or uh, movement or shift between the buyers that looked strong at the beginning, but actually started to decline as, um, as time goes by. Okay, so I see that we have a few more minutes. I want to take advantage and talk a little bit about Trader Pool. Uh, for those of you who ask, so this is us. And Trader Pool, like I said, it's an online prop that funds stock traders all around the world. And we basically have 12,000 symbols to trade with. And you can short any penny stocks that you like. No hard to borrow, no extra fees or anything like that. We offer 14 days free trial. You can test the system and uh, play with it. And if you scroll down on the first page, you will see basically the four uh, tiers that we offer. So we have uh, the mini buying power, that's $20,000 buying power, uh, yeah, $20,000 buying power, um, or 80,000, 
860 and 260,000 uh, buying power. And basically, those are the evaluation phase. You choose one of those, doesn't matter which one. If you're a beginner, obviously, it's better if you go for the $97 and the 20,000 uh, buying power. If you're more advanced, you can go all the way to the 260 and pay the 1240. So you pay for the evaluation, you trade on a simulator account. If you reach the parameters, the key level that you, uh, we mark. So for example, the mini BP, you need to reach 1800 in profit and not lose more than 900. You have a daily loss, daily pause of 300. If you reach those parameters, uh, the, the profit parameter, then we give you a new account, which is your funded account. On the funded account, you trade. Once you make profit, we split the profit. Simply as that. It, di it differs between the uh, tiers. So for the lower one, it's 50-50. You can go all the way to 80 to your favor and 20 that we take. You have 45 days to pass the evaluation. If you need an extra time, you can always uh, pay the fee and get another 45 days and keep the progress that you already uh, made. And the beautiful thing about it, we hooked up with some of the best in the market, like uh, Trade IDs, Transpider, Bookmap, TraderSync, TraderView, and many more. And you get a free subscription for free So um, to use one of their platforms, basically. So you trade the evaluation using Trade IDs, for example, uh, platform. So for the scanners, you're using our platform to execute the trades, but you can use trade ideas, for example, for the scanners. You get free data, level one and level two, NASDAQ, New York Stock Exchange. And if you pass the evaluation, we give you the funds. If you scroll down, you will see some of our uh, partners. And of course, um, if you continue, you can see uh, videos, uh, interviews with traders that passed the evaluation, got funded, we draw uh, funds on a regular basis. We also have a, a great uh, Discord community where we, uh, a lot of the traders sharing their um, styles, their advices, those that passed the evaluation, those that just begun, and so on and so on. Not that we don't have hard to borrow. We have hard to borrow. I'm saying that everything is easy to borrow. You click on the mouse key and you're in uh, that trade. Um, can I join? Uh, no, I mean, if you, you can send us an email, Muhammad, on this one, and we can check. Send us an email to help at tradepool.com, and we can check that. But basically, you are more than welcome. And like I said, once you uh, choose, you can actually, on, in the process, you can actually choose the uh, free account that you want or the free user that we want, you want, Bookmap, Transpire, Trade Ideas, etc. Again, play around with it. You have 14 days free trial. This is by far um, the best solution, in my opinion. Obviously, I'm biased, but in my opinion, as a trader, in the head of a trader, this is a crazy solution that we offer since most of us, at least me in my beginning, didn't have this uh, um, amount of money to play with, and especially didn't have the 25K in order to stay within the PDT rule or pass the PDT rule. And actually, even on the mini buying power with 20,000, you still pass the PDT rule or, or bypass it because you are actually trading a chunk from our pool. So we have a, a big account and you take X out of it, like 20,000 buying power and use that for your trading 
or 160 or 260, etc. Yeah, Jane. Yeah, exactly. You can go obviously check us out YouTube, Trustpilot, um, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We um, we are live on Benzinga every day. For those of you who like uh, to watch them, so the guys Mitch and Ryan is over there trading with us as well. No, no, the profit target you have 45 days to reach it. 45 days. So the scanners um, you have first of all on our platform you have a scanner, uh, two scanners that you can use. But also a lot of our traders actually using the scanners that we offer with uh, trade IDs or transpiders, transpider. Uh, so you can use that. So you were watching trade ideas, you find the right stock and then uh, trade it on our uh, account, basically. Uh, futures commissions add up. How do they figure in the profit and target? What do you mean by that, Matt? But generally for the commissions, for the fees, it's uh, half of a cent per share or a minimum of um, 0 0.75. But in most cases you will pass the the half, you will reach the half of a cent basically. So I can, you know, let me show it to you for a second. This is, uh, this is our platform. This is what you, uh, you will use as well. It's called Trader Evolution. Um, you have obviously everything you need. You have the level two, time and sale, scalper, the Benzinga right here if you want to watch it. The, uh, you have other windows you can uh, use, Superdome if you like to do that. And of course, uh, our YouTube dashboard, every trader will get a dashboard uh, to see all the process, where you at during the process, the chart, the performance, everything. And you can also, like I said, go here and see some of our funded traders uh, interviews, get to know them, get their insight about the program and generally about trading. Some of them been trading for 10 years, some of them been trading for only two years, but um, you still get a lot of understanding of the process. And sometimes I see traders that on the retail account didn't make it, but on our account, they actually perform great and making thousands. Yes, of course, you have hotkeys. So it's not a leverage, it's a buying power that you're using. So the account, once, once you're in, you will actually see zero in your balance because you're trading the buying power. So we have a big account, and you take a chunk out of it. So you're trading the buying power. Okay, the market started to move. Still in that trade, QQQ. Yeah, you can swing trade. You can hold your position overnight, over the weekend. The buying power will be lower than the um, intraday. Read about it on the FAQs. 